All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and and another chance to get our acts together. Today is June 1st, 2023 and week 226. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in. week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. As you can see from the title, it's a question and it asks, how long? So we're going to get into that. And I do notice that we have um, a few early comments. Um, Casey says, praise the Lord, brothers and everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening. God bless. Um, Kiara also says, hey, y'all, Sister Cynthia um, is tagging somebody, getting the word around. And David says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope you're having a great day in the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, giving him all the glory and honor that he is truly worthy of. And Vernelia uh, says, praise the Lord, saints. So praise the Lord to each and every single one of you guys. Thank you for tuning in and being one of the early comments. Um, So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it and learn how to apply the things learned to our daily lives. So without any further ado, pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. Take it away. Thank you very much, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer before we move too far into it tonight. Uh, If you guys have an opportunity to join in with us, we encourage you to do so. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us. Lord, we thank you for our life, health, and strength. Lord, we thank you for uh, whatever things that you have given to us, Lord. No matter what things we can look around and say that we're lacking, Lord, we're we're thanking you first and foremost, Lord. We're giving you praises. We're giving you honor, Lord. We're we're asking that you would help us to uh, live a life that's pleasing to you, Lord. Everything that we do, every decision we make, Lord, uh, we're, we're wanting it to glorify you, Lord. So help us on this journey, Lord. Continue to guide us, continue to lead us, continue to uh, help us and open our understanding so that we can uh, see things that we've never seen, see things that uh, have been hidden from the foundation of the world. And so, Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight, Lord. We're praying that something would be said that would encourage us, something would be said that would uh, ignite a fire within us, Lord, that we would be able to run this race with patience, Lord, be able to run this race Uh, full of joy, Lord, that we would not get tired, that we would not get weary and well-doing, Lord. We're praying all these blessings, Lord. We're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your fantastic name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless each and every one of you tonight. I uh, do truly give all the glory and all the honor to God uh, for us to be here because this would not have happened without him. Uh, No matter anything we can take credit for, uh, all the credit goes to him. And so we we do always try to uh, give God back what he deserves. And so thank each and every one of you for tuning in tonight, for all those who will listen, um, for those maybe listening a second time. We do appreciate you. Um, and I, while I'm thinking about it, I, I do ask if you guys are willing to now, if you don't want to, Hey, you don't have to do anything. Uh, but if you guys would like to share this video, that would help us, uh, to be exposed to more people, to spread the word of God, 
even more. So, hey, you don't even have to preach. You can simply share a video. You can simply like. You can simply uh, leave a comment. Uh, even leaving comments helps us. Um, and so we do appreciate that uh, because we, we just want God's word to get out there. Uh, you know, we're, we're not doing this for any money. However, if you do decide to give donations, we do have that. I believe we still have that on the screen, don't we, Mel? Yes, we do. I can't see it, uh, but but we uh, we do put money into this. Uh, we we don't charge anything, but however, we do put our own personal finances into this to keep these programs running. Uh, so, if anybody finds it in their heart to do so, you can give. But uh, let, let's move into the word because. Uh, there there are some things that God has placed on my mind and, you know, God has really been showing me all of the problems uh, that we, notice I said we, we are having problems. Um, So many things are bothering us. So many things plague us, afflict us, uh, um, cause us to where we can't sleep. Uh, I even heard one person talk about how they can't even eat sitting down. I mean, they, they even struggle just to eat. We're having problems day after day. And, you know, we've been weeping about them. We've been crying about things. We've been going and uh, sometimes we might find someone to vent to. We've been telling people about our problems. Uh, we we might have been praying about our problems. Uh, we did a lot of things uh, concerning our issues. And, you know, a question came to my mind, and it's something that God said. Uh, It's not something that I came up with because I'm not smart enough. But I love how God, he says things. And so once God says certain things, I feel I have the right to say them. Now, I'm not God. I'm not even close to him. But certain questions he asks, I feel that I can ask. And so run over, Mill, to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16. 1 Samuel chapter 16, and we're going to pick up verse 1 there because God is wondering, how long are we going to stay in these conditions? I I know uh, we feel that we're stuck. A lot of times people feel stuck in their situation. We feel trapped. We feel uh, that we've been in a certain predicament for so long, uh, a certain scenario for so long that there's nothing we can do. You know, people will try to tell you that. And it's a lie from hell because we can make changes in our lives for the for the better. You know, God wants us to make changes for the better. But us as the people of God, day after day, we're continually crying. We're continually mourning. We're continually weeping. We're continually complaining about some issue in the world. You know, I've had so many, I've had so many black people uh, talk to me about racism and, and 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 all of the injustices in the world. And, you know, I really don't want to hear it. I don't. I'm not telling you it's not true. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of uh, 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 oppression that goes on in the world. But you know what? I can't spend my life mourning about that. 
I can't spend my life crying about all the problems that are in the world. Look, (laughs) nobody wakes up in the morning wanting to go to work. Now, most people don't, at least. But you know what? You can't go your whole life just crying about how much you don't want to do something that absolutely needs to be done. At a certain point, I have to move beyond the cries, the complaining, the murmuring. Because you know what? The moment I can make my mind up and say, you know what? I'm going to move forward. See, God has some things waiting for us, but we're too busy in the crying phase. You know, if, if a baby is, is uh, if a baby has a problem and that baby begins to yell and cry, Melvin could tell you guys all about this. If a baby begins to cry and yell, you know, it's only until that baby begins to stop crying. You know, this baby may be hungry. And this parent might be trying to actually help this child. Lord, I thank you. This this parent might be actually about to give this child what this child needs. But as long as this baby continues to cry, as long as the baby continues to yell and shout, this baby cannot receive this blessing. That's coming. See, we're continuous, we're continually focusing on our problem when God is already supplying a solution for us, but we're still focused on the problem. We're still crying. We're still mourning about some things. God has already decided to help us. God has already made decisions. God has already set things up for us to help us to get us to the next level. But because our focus is in the wrong place, our mind, we're shifted and focused focused on the wrong things. And so until we actually begin to listen to God, we'll still be in the same situation. We will still be in the same situation. See, at some point, being the people of God, we've got to start being honest with ourselves. See, sometimes I know these things that I've did, and so I can speak on a lot of experience. A lot of times we think we know something that we really don't know. You know, you find certain people in life, Melvin, they they can tell you about everything. They've never did anything, but they can tell you about everything. And so oftentimes God is trying to tell us something but we're saying, I already know this. I already know that. And if we knew so much, why are we still in the same situation? Why are we still in the same condition if we know so much? See, we've got to come to the acceptance that we truly don't know. We need help. We've been talking about this recently. This Bible will help you with every problem. So many times people feel that the answer to their problem is not in this book. And that's the reason we still have these problems, because we think is not in this book. The answer to our problems is in this book. We, we get this book for free. You've got people handing this book out. You've got people giving this book away. But we're bringing this, this uh, uh, Bible study to you for free. We have not charged. And we will not charge anybody for these Bible studies. 
because it's the answer to a problem. You know, if, if people charge for something, that makes people more likely to get involved with it. People love to pay money for something. When you can get it for free, it makes it less valuable to some people. See, people love to brag about how much money they spend on certain things, man. They love to go and tell their friends how much something costs. But you know what? This is free. The answer to your problem is free. You don't have to go to the psychologist. Now, I'm not trying to put out it, put anybody out of a job. You don't have to go to the psychologist. You don't have to go to the therapist. Look, you don't have to go to the doctor. I'm not telling you to never go now. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying start here. Start here and see won't God help you. Read for us in verse one, Bill, because God asked a question that I really want to get to tonight. And I'm asking this same question. Read this for us, Bill. And the Lord said unto Samuel, how long without mourn for Saul? You know, God asked this question. How long are you going to continue crying? Read that one more time for us, Mill. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul? Now, the part that I'm really wanting to focus on is how long are we going to continue to mourn? How long are we going to continue to cry and, and, and weep about problems in our lives? See, this was a problem to Samuel. He did not like what happened to Saul. Now, I really don't even want to get into that tonight because Saul might not be our problem. I don't think Saul is our problem. Saul is, if, if somebody asks you, what's wrong with you, Mary? The first thing you would say would not have anything to do with Saul. So I really don't want to get into Saul tonight. But God asked his servant, and we're calling ourselves the people of God, God's children. God asked his child, are you going to continue to cry? God has something better for you, but we're still crying. Instead of us actually getting up, picking ourselves up, and trying to find the real solution, God is the real solution that we need. He will solve our problem. But until we make up our minds and say, you know what? I'm not even going to speak on this situation. I, I, I'm going to move past this now, right now. Because you, you know what? I, I thank God that he's, he's helped me to, to complain less. Now, I'm not telling you I don't complain at all. I'm not trying to... God knows I'm not saying that. But there are times where I begin to mourn and complain about some undesirable situations in my life, some things I don't actually like. And you know what? Every now and then, God will remind me to stop. He, he, asked, he asked Samuel, he said, how long are you going to continue to mourn about this? How long? See, sometimes... Now, I, I, I need you guys to understand me very well. There are some good things in life. Praying is good. Fasting is good. Reading our Bible is good. There's a lot of things that are good. Let, let me give you a better example because I don't want somebody to misunderstand me. Look, 
Eating is good. Sometimes uh, taking a nap, let's let's use that. Taking a nap is a good thing. It's not a bad thing to take a nap. Sometimes we get tired. We need to take a, a break. Taking a nap is a good thing. But you know, if I take a nap every time Bible study starts, that's not a good thing. See, we can take something that's good and use it out of context and it becomes a bad thing. See, knives, people, people talk about weapons. Knives are not a bad thing. I thank God for a knife so we can cut food up because I like to eat. I thank God for a knife. But when somebody's trying to use that knife against someone else, against me, look, that knife is a bad thing. And so we must understand what time it is. And God knows we've been mourning long enough. We've been weeping long enough. Now is the time. It's not the time to focus on who's been talking about us. See, there's some problems that happen in this life and they really bother us. Somebody's saying something about us. It bothers us. And I get it because I've been bothered by it time and time again. But you know what? After I got in the word and started learning of God, you know, the question came to me, how long are you going to continually think about what so-and-so said? What's some person who has nothing to do with anything? How long am I going to think about what they said? See, the more we focus on these big things that really should be small things. The more we focus on these problems, these things that the devil is presenting us, the more we focus on them, the more we're being held down. See, I mentioned earlier, people talk about oppression and racism and, and all of these crooked things. Uh, we can see... Um, even police abusing their authority. Everybody's abusing their authority. It's not only the police officer. People who get in high positions tend to abuse their authority. But, you know, if we just sit around and mourn about it every single day, all day, all night, will we ever get to the next level? See, the reason I'm saying this is because God will bless you I had a conversation recently with someone. And I feel like a lot of people think this way. People think that there is. Some people think that other groups of people, whether it be the government, whether it be the president, whether it be polices, whether it be whoever, people in high places. Having a lot of authority, sometimes people think those people triumph God. Sometimes people think those people have more power, more say-so than God. Could not be further from the truth. See, there's no criminal. There's no government official. There's no mayor. There's no judge. There's no police officer. There's no lawyer. There's no doctor. There's no anyone who does not have to answer to God Almighty. So when I understand that, I don't have to keep mourning about the wrong things 
that this politician did. I don't have to focus on that because you know what? That person is going to have to answer to God. See, how long are we going to focus on so many things? And you know what? Giving all those things our attention is holding us back. Because we think God is not more powerful than the politician. God is not more powerful than the naysayers. Sometimes we have family members who talk bad about us. And it bothers us so much. We're up all night. We're crying. Physical tears might even come out of our eyes. I know these things hurt us. But God is asking the question, how long? We don't have to worry about this stuff. When God, look, the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? It doesn't matter about the government. It doesn't matter about what someone said or what the people did at this job or what they did at that job. I know people are doing wrong things every single day. But once you realize and truly believe that God is still in control, we'll get to a new level. But it's going to take us to stop mourning first. See, we've got to come out of this state of depression, this state of being held down. The, the, the Bible told us in one place, he said, cast down vain imagination. There's so many thoughts that come in people's minds. Sometimes look, you'll have people somewhere. You can have a group of people in a room and somebody can look over at you. And we'll swear they're talking about it. We say, I know they're saying something about me. <laughs> vain imagination. That's probably the case. The devil will easily put thoughts in our mind, telling us people don't care about it. No one loves you. Nobody cares about it. Look, God doesn't even love you. The devil will do this to us. And so at some point, we've got to wake up and realize, God said, how long? How long are we going to stay this way? God doesn't want us to live this way. Some people have accepted already. I just have to be in this condition. Some people have accepted that. But God still asking the question, how long? How long are we going to accept these things? How long are we going to believe what we believe? Look, we're a people, we're continually hurting ourselves. I talked to someone recently. You know, I hate to see us hurt ourselves. And I did it for so long. But at this point in my life, I'm saying, how long? How much longer am I going to hurt myself? Destroy my own self. We, we've got enough people trying to destroy us as it is. Every person in this world has somebody out there wanting to destroy them. Everybody has somebody that will hate them. So why are we hurting ourselves? You know, I, I talked to someone and they told me about how they lost all of their teeth at the top. And they've only got a few left in the bottom. Now, this is what someone told me now. And I'm saying this because I'm showing you how we are as people. This person was no different than me. I've hurt myself and have continually did it. 
person told me about how they have no teeth at the top and they only have a few at the bottom. But they did things to cause their teeth to fall out. They've intentionally did things. Man told me, yeah, you know, smoking and, and putting things in my mouth, doing things to hurt themselves. And so me being a preacher, the question is how long? Okay, maybe you did that up until this point, but how much longer are you going to continue? See, that's what God is about. We have hurt ourselves. We've made bad decisions. We've sinned. We did wrong. But you know what? God is extending an open arm to us. This is the love of God. He's saying, are you going to continue? You... He's heard about all the bad things we did. You know, sometimes people talk about how they're going to come to God after they get themselves right. I've heard that time and time again. They say, yeah, I'm going to get myself right first. Then I'm going to come to God. How long are you going to think that? If you could get yourself right, you'd you'd already be right. No, it takes God to get you right. How long are we going to run from him? We're continually mourning. We continually see that we're in a bad situation. I think I heard a a preacher preach a a sermon, big man in a bad shape. (laughs) There's a man in a bad shape. And he was talking about all of us. Because we've hurt ourselves so much and we're still telling ourselves, I can fix me. I can fix myself. And then I'm coming to God. It won't happen that way. And so God asked the question to Samuel. He said, how long are you going to continue to mourn? Continue to be down about what is taking place. So much bad is taking place in our lives. But the more we focus on it. Look, I've heard people 40, 50 years old, 60 years old, still talking about what their parents did. You know, how are we going to keep talking about this? Well, I would have been here if my parents had have did this when I was young. And, and then with my parents, how long, my God, how long are we going to continue to blame everybody else for our situation? No people have played a role. I know our parents have played a role in it. But look, we're grown now. We're of age now. Many of us who are listening to this message, we're of age now. You can make a choice for yourself. You don't have to keep mourning about what your parents did not do for you. Well, they couldn't afford this and they could. So be it. How long are we going to continue to mourn about it? There's things we can do right now. I don't care what age we are. The Bible tells us it's not God's will that any of us should perish. He's looking to bring you in. Doesn't matter how long you've been out there. He's still calling us all to repentance. So the question is, how long? How long are we going to make excuses? People talking about what their parents did decades ago. It was wrong. They might have did the best they could, or they might not have even tried. Whatever the case may have been, how long are we going to steal? You know, when we stand before God in the end, when we stand before him, somebody's still going to try to bring up what their parents did. Somebody's still going to talk about 
what their spouse did, what their cousin did, what, what that stranger did. Somebody said, when God asks you, why didn't you do what I said? This is what God's going to ask us. Now, the Bible said we've got to give an account for every idle word. And so, you know, as soon as it's finally our time to talk, somebody's the first thing somebody's going to say, well, God, <laughs> Lord, I would have did this, but Melvin, <laughs> God said, I don't want to hear. But God, I'm telling you, Melvin, if he had, how long, Lord, help us, how long are we going to keep talking about what somebody else did? You got these people cannot continue to hold you down. If you make up your mind right now, I'm done. I'm moving forward. But there's nothing that can hold you back. If you make up your mind tonight, God, I'm changing my life. It doesn't matter about how long you've been in whatever condition you've been in. Look, the homeless man on the street right now, if he makes up his mind, look, I want a better life for myself. If he makes up his mind, I'm done doing whatever it is that got me here. I'm focused on being better. Look, that man can get off of those streets. The person addicted to certain drugs, whatever it may be, if that person makes up their mind, I'm done being this way and try and seek God for help. Look, if we just invite God into our lives, look, a change will happen. I don't care what the devil tries to do. I don't care who talks about you, who tries to fight you. A change will take place. If only we make up our mind to stop mourning. Stop crying. We cried long enough. That's the reason. I thank God that uh, oftentimes when I begin to complain and nag about this and nag about, I thank God that Oftentimes, he'll remind me, how long? How long are you going to continue to talk about this problem? You know, right now, it's hot outside. And if you have to go outside and do any type of work, we can sit around all day and talk about how hot it is. But at a certain point, how long are we going to keep saying, man, it's so hot? How long is it going to be before we actually get whatever that job? Whatever the job is, we've got to get it done. Rain, sleet, or snow. Morning. The longer we cry, the longer it's going to take for us to get to where we need to be. If we continue to focus on our problem, we will never get to where we truly could have made it. And so the question is, how long? How long are we going to do this? Because God doesn't want to see you in this way. He doesn't. No matter what we believe up until this point, some people believe God wants them to be this way. You know, that's what some people are believing. But God is asking the question, how long? God doesn't want us to be this way in these bad situations. No, God's asking, how long are you going to be there? That's what God is asking. I believe it was uh, Moses. 
Uh, I believe that was Moses. He was praying. Look, God said, look, get up. Come on, you're going to be there. Get up. Man had dust all over his head. <laughs> Man was down there praying. God said, come on, get up. Go ahead and get up. It's time for God's people to get up. We've been praying about certain things long enough. Now, I'm not telling you not to pray because God knows. The Bible said man ought to always pray. But we've got to recognize what time it is, though. See, after we pray, notice I said after because somebody out there ain't praying at all. After we've prayed, now it's time to get up and do something. We've got to act on it. Faith is about acting on something, acting on what we believe in. We can't just pray and keep doing the same old things. You know, even uh, who was that Webster? Uh, it might have been Webster. I don't know who came up with that, but somebody said, look, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, different outcome. And you know what? We're so smart, man. We say, well, I'm not insane. We say, I'm not crazy. I'm smart. I'm this and I'm that. Well, why are we still doing the same thing? And yet we're saying a different result is going to come. God is asking the question, how long? We don't have to be this way. Don't allow someone to fool you. Don't allow yourself to fool yourself. Being tricked in our own minds, thinking we have to stay this way. We don't have, I've said it so much here recently. Jesus told us the poor we will have always. He didn't say we had to be, though. I'm looking at a people, the people of God. We're poor. We're depressed. We're sad. We're sick. We've got all kinds of problems. And the question is, how long? We've got all kinds of problems. Look, I guarantee if I just went to naming problems, you might say, well, I don't have this one. I don't have that one, but one of these problems will hit you. We're addicted to things we shouldn't be. One of these problems will hit you. And the question is, how long? When are we going to make our minds up? Jesus talked about a group of people at one point, and he said, uh, at one consent, they all began to make excuses. We've been making excuses for so long. This is the reality. We've been making excuses for so long. I'm telling you right now, God won't accept them. I'm, I'm telling you these things right now. Sometimes people dislike me for saying these type of things. But so be it. Because I have to tell you what God said so you won't be surprised. In the end, he's going to play back the tape for you. See, God has DVR. I remember when they came out with DVR. You can record things on the TV. See, God's recording right now. He's got the DVR. He can go back, pull up at exactly what day things happen. He's going to go back. And just in case you say, well, I don't remember this. I don't remember. Look, God will just put the tape on for you, put the video on for you, and he's got the volume up loud. You can hear it. You can hear exactly what your response was. See, we don't want, we don't want God to turn his back on us because if you are listening to me right now, God has not turned his back on you. 
He is not. You have an opportunity. If you're listening to me right now, you have a chance. But we've got to stop mourning first. As I told you, that baby, but that baby might be hungry. See, we're, we're crying out for things that God wants to help us with. We just got to stop crying. We've got to receive what God has for us. But the problem is certain things that God says, we don't want that to be the answer. We just don't want that to be the answer. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about that, run over to the book. We're going to stay in Samuel, but run over to 2 Samuel, chapter 2 and verse 11. See, sometimes... Sometimes God has uh, things for us. Sometimes God will reject us on certain things. But we don't understand he always has our best interest at heart. Doors have closed in our lives time and time again. But if we would believe that all things work together for the good, to those of us who love God, If we would believe that, we would see why God allows certain things not to work out. I've heard Melvin tell that story time and time again. So many things have not worked out. But if we could hold on, put aside the morning, and start believing that God's about to open a brand new door. Read here for us, 2 Samuel chapter 2. And let me make sure I'm in the right chapter. Second Samuel chapter 2 and 11. What does that say, man? And the time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Oh, no. I wrote the wrong. I got the wrong thing down. I'm, I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for David. And how he prayed for his son. Let me find that real quickly. I think it is in 2 Samuel, but I I think I got my chapters mixed up. All right, so 2 Samuel chapter 16. I don't know how I did that. 2 Samuel chapter 16. And Let's start chapter 12. I'm sorry. 2 Samuel chapter 12. Let's see what verse 16 says. 2 Samuel 12. Let's see what 16 says. David, therefore, besought God for the child. Yes. David began to beg God and plead with him and ask him for his son. Now, his son was going to die. God told him his son was going to die. See, it is a tough situation to be in. God telling you your child is going to die. Now, God has made his mind up on this because of David's sin. David has messed up. And so when we mess up, there's punishment involved. And we might as well go ahead and take the punishment 
because we still can be in the presence of God. God will still take care of us. And so now he's begging God and asking God for his son's life. Read for us, Mel. And David fasted and went in and lay all night upon the earth. Mm -hmm. And the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth. But he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. Seven days. God has told him his child would die. Because of his sin, seven days, David didn't eat. David didn't drink. All he did was mourn. But at this point, the question is, how long? There's some bad things that have happened in our lives. There's some things we did not want to happen. Things our parents did, things our friends did, things that all kind of people in this world have did towards us. But the question is still the same. How long? How long? God is still going to be with you. He promised to not leave you nor forsake you. But how long are we going to stay the way that we are? How long? David has been doing all of this praying, all of this fat. To be honest with you, I probably would have did the same thing. But you know, at some point, we must recognize that what God says, that's what he means. That's how things are going to be. And so how long? You know, we'll read what happened next for us, man. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead. Mm -hmm. For they said, behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell mm -hmm. him that the child is dead? Yes. But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore, David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? Mm -hmm. and, they said, and they said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his apparel and came into the house of the Lord and worshiped. My God, man, realize it's been long enough. It's been long enough. He got up, changed his appearance. See, we need a change. That's what we need. There's a song, uh, uh, Tamala Mann, I believe, sings that song, Change Me, Oh God. We need a change. And God can do that, but it won't happen until we get up from the morning. We, we've got to get up. There's sad situations happening every day. Look, you can pull up the news on your phone, on the TV, whatever you want to. Look, you can read sad stories all day long. God knows there's some sad things going on. People being robbed, people being killed, people doing all types of stuff. And it's heartbreaking. But the question is, how long? What are we going to do about these things? We can sit here and talk all day 
about all the evil going on in the world. But what am I doing to help these things? What am I doing to make a difference in the world? My crying means nothing. If I don't get up, make a change, he began to, he went into the house of the Lord. See, this is what made the Bible, uh, God say, David was a man after his own heart. No matter where he found himself, he continually got himself back right. He, he made mistakes, just like you and I. But he went and corrected himself. He went to the house of the Lord. He went in there and worshiped God. He went in there and had church. See, people don't like to go to church today, man. <laughs> he went in there and had church. This man, he loved music. He loved playing instruments. He loved getting the band together for God. See, we love a, whole, a lot of other music today. But this man loved God's music. And so he went, even after the death of his son, he went to the house of the Lord and worshiped God, praised God, still gave glory to God. And you know what? God allowed him to have another child after this. Solomon, you might have heard of him. Why is this man to ever live besides Jesus? You might have heard of him. See, there's something about once you stop mourning and actually get up, make a change, start doing what God says, God will bless you. The same thing, some of the same stuff we lost, God will replace some of those same things. I'm not telling you everything, but some of those same things we've lost, God will replace them. But it will not happen. Look, if, if this man were still around mourning, he would have never had Solomon. If he were still out there mourning, if he, look, if he had never ate again, man, stop eating. He would have never had Solomon. We would have never gotten these scriptures that we received due to King Solomon writing them. There's a blessing once we decide, look, it's been long enough. I've complained long enough. I've moped around long enough. I've let people make me feel bad long enough. It's time to make a change. And so the question is, how long? How long is it going to be before you make that change? How long? Because God is asking. He's waiting. He's waiting. God bless you guys. At this time, I will turn it back into the hands of Melvin. But as I've said so many times in this message, how long? That's a question that you have to answer. I can't answer that question for you. But for me, it's been long enough for me. I can talk to you all day about what people did to me back in high school, man. I'm, I'm, I'm past that. I don't care who said what about me. They, oh, they talked about you bad talk. So be it. Who cares? It's over with. They, these people do, cannot hold you down if... Uh, and if is a powerful two-letter word, if you don't, if you stop allowing them, if you stop allowing them, look, you can move forward. So the question is, how long? How long is it going to be? God bless you guys. In the hands of Mary. Uh, thank you, Minister. Uh, we have a few more comments. Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord, you all. Praise the Lord to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Casey says, we wouldn't need God if we could fix ourselves. And I'm assuming that's in response to 
Tony saying someone says, oh, I'll get right first and then I'll go to church or then I'll go to God. Um, Jeremy says his gift is beyond comparison. Um, he quotes 2 Corinthians 9 and 15, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. As with any invitation, this invitation from God must be accepted. God does not force man to accept it. It is up to each individual. And I'm reminded of a place in Revelation where it says, I'm standing at the door and knock. And he wants us to open the door. Um, I'm reminded of a great preacher saying he's not going to break in and steal the TV. <laughs> he's going to, we're, we're going to have to let him in, be diligently seeking him. Um, Jeremy says, you can't get mad at God for repeating, um, I'm guessing for us repeating the same mistakes. Then we curse him and that will only make things worse. And that is definitely true. We get ourselves in a bind. And then we find ourselves being upset with God. Um, Kiera quotes uh, or says Second Samuel 12 and 16. I'm guessing that's when we were looking for the right verse. So thank you guys for all of the comments. Um, please, if you have a question or any other comment, please leave them down below. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but going back into the topic of the lesson, I remember I used to and he still does say it sometime. I would ask Tony, man, how's it going? And he says, I have no complaints because it wouldn't matter anyway. And that is definitely true. Um, our complaints won't matter. And in fact, they'll just make things worse. Um, I remember complaining to my parents, you know, I would get in trouble. And they um, and they say, okay, you're, you're grounded for three days. And I'm like, what? Three days? Are you kidding me? And then they say, all right, I'll make it a week. And then I found myself Wishing, oh man, I should I shouldn't have said anything. <clears throat> I'll happily take those three days now, but it didn't make anything better. Um, I still had to, it was too late at the time. I still had to be grounded for that whole week. We had a Bible study last year sometime um titled Complainers and Murmurers, and uh, we covered the scripture where the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And um it said that the Lord heard it and he was displeased. We also had a Bible study called Lord Help Us in the Moment because we can feel a certain way and we feel like we would do a certain thing in a certain situation. But when that situation arises, we find ourselves doing something completely different. You know, uh, I can admit it. Um, Tony has said, said it um, before, and um, I'm not too fond of a baby's cry. And so uh, that is an issue that I have. Um Especially when uh, we first had to bring our, when we first brought our child home, we had to feed him every three hours. And it's still similar now. So getting up all through the night, we already have to get up every three hours to feed him. And then it's a long process. And then we finally get the baby back to sleep. And then, oh, out of all of a sudden, he's crying again out of nowhere. Now, I said, oh, I wouldn't complain. But again, I need to think about, Lord, help me in the moment because it's tough. You know, you're tired. You're waking up at 3.30, 5 in the morning. Oh, he's crying. You don't know why he's crying. You try everything you can think of in the book and he's still crying. But I still have to find myself being grateful in those moments, you know, because I might not like the crime, but I also, there's something that I would like less. I complain about that again. God takes away my hearing. I won't have to deal with the crying anymore. But if the Lord were to take away my hearing, Oh, I would be begging, oh, Lord, I'll listen to the crying all day. Just give me my hearing back. You know, we complain when there aren't any parking spaces. Let's just say Walmart or Kroger or any store. 
when there aren't any parking spaces up close. And so we got to walk and it's super hot or it's raining or it's super cold. But if the Lord took our ability away to walk, uh, we will be begging for it back. You know, we will purposely park at the last parking space. Lord, I'll walk all day. I, you know what? I'll walk from my house to Walmart. Just please give me the ability to walk again. I'll stop complaining. So complaining, it usually, it, it just makes things worse. Uh, we just have to have a different mindset because that's what it is uh, when it comes to the word of God, changing our mindset and changing the way that we think and the way that we see things. And we've got to learn how to praise God through every situation because um, I've said many times before, we have to be thankful for the things that did not go our way. And I've told this story before, a lot of stories before, so I won't go into them again. Um, but I remember we had a trip to, to Florida last year um, to go to this church. Uh, they were doing a live recording. And one, one of the young ladies was talking about how she was pregnant with um, her husband and how they were so excited. They were pl- thinking about baby names. They were planning this, planning that. And then she unfortunately had a miscarriage and she was talking like, Lord, how could you do this to me? And in a sense, complaining like, oh, woe is me. But she said, Lord, I'm going I'm to praise you anyway. I'm going to trust you anyway, because um, as Tony said earlier, the Lord always has our best interest at heart. So we have to trust his plan, no matter what it looks like for us. Now, I'm not sure what type of situation she's in now, but I'm grateful that she had the mentality of praising God through that. You know, I'm thinking about, um, I'm reminding of Abraham. He waited so long to have a son and the Lord turned around and said, now give him back to me. And Abraham was obedient and he got to keep his son. But just imagine that you're waiting so long and you only have one at the time. And then the Lord says, now turn around and give him to me. We have to trust the Lord in all of our situations, no matter what it looks like. And that definitely includes me because I fall victim sometimes in the moment. So I'm having that same prayer. Lord, help me in the moment. Um, Larry Wanda says, learning how to be content, because uh, we definitely do. Uh, we, we find ourselves in want of a lot of things that we don't need. Um, so that is all of the comments so far. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in. As my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every week, well, every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. It's a good message each and every single week. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, and again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. So once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a happy and safe and blessed weekend. Thank you once again. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. 
There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joy Storm 12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always.